So just so this is on the record, I don't like you three insisting we record while refusing to tell me what we're discussing. Y'all know I've been busy with packing. It, it's okay. We'll just think of this as a break from packing. Okay, just I'm just going to go out and say it. We, we don't think you should move. Sure. I'll just commute to Massachusetts. No problem. We don't think you should go to Innsmouth at all. What? Because you think it's haunted? If it were only haunted. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so before Angie gets out into the weeds like she <sighs> usually does, I just need to say, Innsmouth actually has a long history of shady occurrences. And I mean shady, shady. Disappearances, possible kidnappings, strange government involvement. Angie? Angie doesn't get into the weeds. She goes into the jungle. Uh. And, and, okay, I'll admit, Innsmouth seems to have a crime rate that's a little on the high side, but I've lived in New York. It's nothing I haven't seen before. Honestly, I've lived in New Jersey. If I can survive New Jersey, Innsmouth is nothing. And I'm going to be on campus most of the time anyway, and I'm sure it's much safer there than in the city proper. First off, rude. My points are always pertinent. <laughs> Secondly, I I don't even know where we're going to begin with this. This is Sam. She can rationalize away anything we say. Uh, not even Sam can rationalize away the facts. <laughs> One of that. If uh. you don't actually have anything, and this is some, like, vain attempt to stop me from getting my PhD. I'm just gonna go back to pack. Well, okay. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, Give us 15 minutes. 10. Fair. Okay. Here's what we know for certain. Here's what I know for certain. In the winter of 1927, federal government began investigations into businesses supposedly because of illegal liquor production in the town. Oh, the government was looking into liquor production. During probation, something dastardly must have been happening. Name a time a probation raid ended in the U.S. government blowing up a reef. Ron, Ron, I'm trying not to jump the gun here. Uh, jump the shark. More like it, and I think Ron <clears throat> just did. Okay, okay. My point is, following these raids, there were dozens of reported arrests. Yet, no charges of any kind can be found on the records. There were also rumors that the citizens were being placed into solitary labor camps. Some other reports talk about a strange disease that meant everybody needed to be isolated. But in the end, officially, on paper, those people just vanished into thin air. We actually briefly mentioned this incident before when Angie talked about the, um, uh, the Ghost River Triangle. When we talked about the bottle. I was trying not to mention that. I've talked about the GRT twice. I don't want anyone confusing it with Bochi's Bigfoot. Of course. Angie, no one is making that mistake. And back to Innsmouth. So the government was doing shady shit. If I limited where I wanted to live to places the government hasn't done shady shit, did, like, I might as well go to the moon. Yeah, I know. And this is me saying this. Like, this is not normal government shady stuff. There's obviously more going on here. 
Didn't you hear the part about the government blowing up a reef? This wasn't a liquor raid where the government sat around getting tanked afterwards. There was something happening in that town that they wanted buried badly enough that a military submarine was diverted to the area to blockage, blockade the port. And this is the big giveaway here, Devil's Reef. Do I even want to ask? It was specifically stated in the reports from that submarine that they were ordered to monitor movement in and around the water and then instructed to fire that submarine's payload into the deeps of Devil's Reef. Okay, it, that maybe happened. We could only find one report on it. I found six. Uh, tabloids. I don't care if one semi-reputable force said the same thing. We are not using tabloids for our research. I have integrity. You've been fighting down all the information Ron's found on this, even Seriously. when your own evidence backs it up. Okay, okay, okay. I have records of some of the people he researched living in Innsmouth. Yes, that is true, but definitely not any of the other things. I still think Ron should get to present his findings. Fine. Thank you, Angie. I looked into Innsmouth, it's founding, leadership, anything else interesting I could find. I learned the town was at its most prosperous under the leadership of a man named Obed Marsh. He traded gold with the native population of a South Sea Island for a few years. Now, reportedly, there was a genocide on said island and he lost that trading route. There was a short period where the records for Marsh's company show it failing financially, but he began trading gold again, despite the fact none of the ledgers on any ships showed gold in the cargo. You know, it wasn't that long ago that you and Angie were arguing valuables would be kept off ledgers to keep them safe. Touche. You're right. And this almost made me think twice. But it's important to note that prior to this, the gold was marked on shipments. Almost simultaneously with Marsh beginning to produce gold without records of said gold, there was a drastic spike in the disappearances in Innsmouth. Then... When his trade routes began failing, he got into something probably illegal and the people of the town were the collateral. Nothing strange about that. Sad, immoral, maybe, but not strange. Um, except for the fact he renounces Christianity and establishes a cult around the same time, the esoteric order of Dagon and the, rec the records they have some references to worshipping something referred to as the Deep Ones. Let me guess. You think they came from a portal. <laughs> Funny. They're likely fish people from the descriptions given. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't know that. Seriously, I don't trust a single source you found. Do the math. Robert Marsh was trading gold that he wasn't bringing on his ships. People in a coastal town go missing, and some years down the line, the government intervenes and they blow up the nearby reef. Only Angie would take the one time, the one time where pirates are the obvious answer and try to make it about something impossible. Okay, if pirates were involved, Ron would have found evidence. It's his speciality. Exactly. But all his research into the Marsh family, and no pirates came up, 
But these deep ones keep getting referenced again and again in their cult. But you have to use, you know, logic. That torpedo, if it did happen, was probably fired on a pirate ship. But the report said the torpedoes were fired into the deep waters around Devil's Reef. If they had fired on a ship at the surface, the blast would have been visible and audible. There would have been significantly more witnesses and subsequently more reports. But the fact that we're arguing on whether a torpedo was fired at all proves it wasn't fired anywhere near the surface. And we know 1928 wasn't the only time there was government interference in Nismith. In 1845, there was an epidemic that wiped out half the town's population. In 1846, Obed Marsh was arrested and no, no actual charges were given, yet he was released shortly thereafter. There were riots after his arrest that almost destroyed the town, and this is probably why he was released so quickly. In 1928, his grandson Barnabas was in charge of the business and the town. Okay, so there was a shady business a century ago, and the government did even shadier stuff to try to stop it. That is nothing that's going to affect me now. How, how, how do you not see the poop energy flowing out of this place? These kinds of things don't go away. They just stink more and more. If you want more proof, I found connections between the university you're attending and the one that shall not be named in Austria. Excuse me? Oh, oh, wow. So what you're telling me is newsflash, breaking, universities collaborate with each other? Whatever will we do with this shocking revelation? Uh, Ron, Ron, um, how exactly did you find the information linking Innsmouth University to, you know what? Well... Ron, Ron, you did not. Technically, Ron, after I warned you not to go poking into these things. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I, I know it was a little risky, but little on, risky. T- on top of the finding those links to Innsmouth, I might have gotten an actual insignia for the Order of the Gay Assassin nuns. And it doesn't surprise me they've been to Silas. Ron! Uh, uh, I'm pretending you didn't hear that. Uh, just, just think about the implications of this. If the Golden Donut was at the university that shall not be named, What's to say she couldn't have been at Innsmouth too at some point? You know what? Say that. The, the facts. The facts say that. Uh, what facts? Maybe we just haven't found the facts yet because they're not there. I don't get how you two make sense of all these ridiculous ideas in your own heads. By the very theories you believe in, it would make no sense for the church warriors to be in either of these places. Angie is convinced that the university in Austria was run by vampires. And she just said this Marsh guy renounced Christianity and made his weird little cult the major religion of the town. So why would these warriors who, based on all the evidence you've presented about them thus far, protect Christian relics? That's your evidence. They protect Christian relics. So why... Why would they go somewhere that actively shunted their religion and probably didn't keep any of the associated iconography? Oh. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Sam, Sam, Samantha, you are a genius. How, how didn't I see this before? I mean, I, like my, my theories in the GRT, like I was going off and then like I knew, I knew that was something there. And, and I, I was just 
Oh, what? This, this oh, what is happening? I, I, I heard Angie this excited, so she tracked down on. a first edition copy of Sister Outsider. Okay, okay. So the whole reason we started all of this was because Louisa found those records on the Golden Donut. And those first three initial accounts you presented, they were the ones you found with the most evidential backing at the time, right? And we came up with the initial theory that the Golden Donut led her Lady Warriors to protect Christian relics from those first accounts. But there was one account you presented, Louisa, that didn't involve relics. Yep, the village they protected from French soldiers. The village they protected from the French soldiers. And like, remember, Sam made a big fuss because French soldiers had no reason to be attacking this nondescript village in the countryside during the middle of the Napoleonic Wars. And and you know what? She was right. French soldiers had no reason to be attacking. But what if these weren't French soldiers? Someone stop her before she says what I think she's going to say. Wait, actually, I think I kind of want to hear this. Yes. What if these soldiers were either disguised or being controlled and that's what the Golden Donut was fighting. We assumed that protecting relics was their whole MO, but what if that's only one part of their mission? What if the Golden Donut has been using her powers to protect humanity from creatures that have been coming into our world through portals? Oh, for the love of... Never mind, I didn't want to hear it. The torpedo, they must be attacking a portal. A deep sea portal that opened to the realm of the Deep Ones. That's where the gold was coming from. And it explains why the government was covering it up. That makes so much sense. Oh my God, like you just, you, you know and, they're- And like this comes back, it goes back to the Ghost River Triangle. Like I knew there was something everything, there. everything, all this. We've seen these portals everywhere. We just don't realize it yet. <laughs> and it would explain why we keep getting these possible references to the Golden Dawn, right? but it doesn't line up. It's amazing. Oh my god, this is absolutely fantastic. I love this so much. Oh my god, we have so much work to do now. This train wreck could have possibly changed my mind. I know. The worst part of this is, with you unavailable with the move for a few weeks, those two are going to keep pestering me with their theories now. Yeah, well, you kind of brought this on yourself. I know. But as much as I hate to admit it... Angie might be onto something. Keep running into accounts with the golden-backed warrior that can't be explained with our relic theory. But if they're actively engaging an adversarial force, I don't know. Portal thing is a stretch. I don't know why she keeps coming up with portals all the time. Louisa, I swear, by the time I've settled down in Innsmouth, if you've begun drinking their Kool-Aid, I may never talk to you again. Okay, that's assuming you survive Innsmouth. Cannon Fodder is part of the Fundamentals Network. Cannon Fodder is produced by the Fundamentals. Editing by Corey Shrek. Sound mixing by Corey Shrek. Directed by Corey Shrek. Script by Diana Ramsarin, Alejandro Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Voice cast Diana Ramsarin, Alejandro Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Special thanks to Thaddeus Stoklos.